Welcome in to episode four of the Cellar Dweller Podcast. This is Cullen. I'm with Donnie as usual. Donnie, how are we doing today? You know, it's always a great week of the podcast when both of our teams get a win. It was great to see it. It's the first time we saw it this year, and hopefully we get to see it a little more this year. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I doubt it. They're not very good. But we're going to start off with some news around sports as the Giants manager as is now Bob Melvin from the Padres. Interesting to see that. We know that the Giants were looking to fire their manager at the beginning of the year, but now it is Bob Melvin, and Bob Melvin, he's not a bad manager one bit. No, not at all. I mean, he was with the Padres, who have uh, who tried to build the strongest roster in baseball. And, you know, let's see what he does now with the uh, San Francisco Giants. It's going to be exciting to see. And we are also going to bring up MSU, they, they're they in a little on the hot seat right now, as a lot of you didn't see it when they played Michigan, lost 49 nothing. They did a Hitler quiz on the on the Jumbotron. Not the smartest thing out of the video cast, and then they tried gaslighting the other guy and said that someone ran in and put on the image, but that person was fired later that day, as it's just not a good look for MSU football on the field and on the Jumbotron. Donnie, what is Hitler's birthday? 420. 420-1897. Surprised you knew that. I didn't even know that. And let me make sure I'm right. I think I'm right. And it's not much sports, but, you know, we'll give them some history here and there. Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, 1889. No, close enough. But close enough. We are going to move on from that, and we are going to talk about Giannis. As we are both here, Bucks fans, as he just agreed to a three-year, $186 million contract extension. Now, there was talk in the offseason about him switching, but then he came out later today. He even announced it on Instagram before any other reporter could. And then he announced later today that he was here to stay and that he wants to play for this team. And I don't blame him. They got a really good team up here. They, I think they probably have a top three starting five, maybe even two. I think he just really enjoys the city of Milwaukee in general. It's a great place to be. Uh, compared to most NBA towns, it's a it's a smaller place to live, and I think it's a good place for him to raise his kids. And he seems to have a lot of fun here. He's kind of a cult hero here in Milwaukee. He is. He did bring us that ring. And uh, now we're going to go right back to baseball. As Dusty Baker announced yesterday after losing Game 7, which we will get into a little later, that he is going to retire from baseball. It's sad to see. I like Dusty Baker a lot. He was a very good manager, but sometimes you just got to hang up the cleats, and I think it was the time for him. Well, I think he's hanging up the coaching jacket, not quite the cleats there, Donnie. I mean, yeah, he uh, he does wear cleats sometimes, I see. Like, usually managers will wear shoes, he'll wear cleats, so I'll stick with that statement. Yeah, his son's the reason that uh, there's an age limit or an age requirement to be a bat boy in the O2 World Series. His son ran out to grab a bat in the middle of play and almost got taken out. Yeah, I did see that. That was very scary. I've seen clips on that as both of us were not alive, but of course we have seen clips about it. And then the next thing we're going to get to, we're going to go a little bit back to football. Kareem Jackson from the Denver Broncos. He had a four-game suspension from his hits as they have now docked that down to two games just of as 20 minutes ago when we were just getting dinner. So I'm glad to see that he appealed that a little bit. I don't agree with the hits at all. I believe that he should have got a suspension for it. Maybe it'll teach him a little bit. But he has been fined over $100,000 this year. And I saw his salary this year is just a little over $2.5 million. And out of, that, out of those four games, he was going to lose $589,000, Colin. That is a lot of money. I mean, these NFL players make a lot of money, but that is a lot of money to be losing on. All right. Uh, NBA pros- former NBA prospect, NBA prospect, uh, 2023 grad basketball prospect, Mikey Williams has been, is it three counts of murder? Yeah, uh, no, gun charges. And oh. He was convicted in a gun charge where he was uh, shooting at a car, but it hasn't been all confirmed yet. But now that they're now it just came out just a couple minutes ago that he is now facing three more additional felony charges. So not a very good thing to see out of him. He is a very bright young player, but can't be making those kind of mistakes if this all becomes true. Well, I, I think it's the case of like wannabe gangbanger. Like they listen, like I don't want to say they, but they like these athletes, athletes in general, listen to all this rap music about killing people and strippers and hookers and drugs. Like get your freaking life together, get your shit together and be a good person and take your platform of being a star athlete and use it for the betterment of people, not 
fucking killing people yeah. and trying to be tough. Yeah, I mean, this is a kid with so much potential. He's a top high school player, all the fame in the world. He has a full ride to Memphis, very good basketball school, and now all that may go away. Well, the thing is, is like they think the, they're these tough kids. They go to these fucking prep schools. The last kid to really like go to like a, I mean, I'm sure there's a few. I mean, like Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, but like the last big one I can think of is like LeBron from Akron, Ohio, not a safe place to be. I know two people from Akron. And like just be a good person. I mean, I'm not a fan of all of what LeBron is what he with his message and everything but i mean at least he tries his best to be a good person he does he does i don't agree with some of his messages either i disagree with a lot of them but i mean sometimes you just got to respect the player as he is not a bad player at all but as it also says that he did get go on a fifty thousand dollar bond after his arrest on april 13th but she denied the prosecution request to increase williams bail to five hundred thousand dollars i mean I don't get why you declined that. I mean, I think he deserves to where, stay in there. Where were the gun charges? Like, where did he? Where did he shoot these people? San Diego. Ah, oh, it's California. They've yeah, Eastern San Diego. They'll let anyone out of prison. Yeah, you got a good point there. But we are now going to move on to our final thing around the news world, and this I know is going to make Colin very happy to hear this because I know he loves hearing about it every week. We have now seen that they. That the Chiefs, that CBS, Fox, whoever carries the Chiefs game, they don't like just showing Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes after just Travis Kelsey touchdown. They'll show them anytime. And now all of a sudden, they have a little touchdown dance. I don't know what they were doing. It was the most uncoordinated thing I've ever seen in my life, Colin. Uh, I lack to comment. I don't want the Swifties coming at us anymore. Yeah, I don't want them either. I mean, but it was like a little like couple handshakes and then like a booty bump. And then Jackson Mahomes comes in, does a little like twingle with his fingers. I don't know what he's trying to do. But yeah, it did not make me very happy to just see a normal McCole Hartman touchdown. And then it might have been MVS. No, it was MVS. Sorry about that. But after seeing that, just it just ruined my mood, turned off the game right away, turned on a different game. But I'm sick of seeing it. And I hope it really, I hope the Chiefs just, I hope they do not make the po- playoffs. They probably will, but I hope they get ejected early get taken out early sorry but yeah we are gonna move on to uh, I, I mean uh to keep this subject i i'm surprised that like there isn't a clause like oh we'll dump the halftime show if the chiefs make it and make a taylor swift would not be surprised if roger goodell pulls that out of his ass all right we didn't plan this before but i just thought of it right now with seven on seven flag football coming to the olympics the NFL saying it encourages its players to play. Out of people past and present who you think could still play football, what is your starting 7-on-7 seven seven lineup, offense and defense, for the United States of America? Past and present? Past and present, but they still have to be able to, like, play football. Like, they can't be dead or, like, old as shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a tough question. I didn't expect to see that on the spot. So I'm going to put Mahomes at quarterback. I think he's probably one of the most athletic quarterbacks right now. Um, is Tyreek from the U.S.? They're all from the U.S., buddy. Well, I know, but it's where they, I didn't know that. But we'll put Tyreek at the wide receiver one. Um, We're going to put gonna put McCaffrey at halfback. Because they have halfbacks in seven on seven, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then for my wide receiver two, we are going to put Justin Jefferson. And then, so I'm at four. So we're going to put Jamar Chase. Tight end, we're going to put Kelsey. And then it's just a center, right, after that? Or do they not do a center? Well, the center's eligible, so it can be, it can be anyone. Yeah, I'll put Jason Kelsey there any day of the week. Okay, Jason Kelsey running out for routes. On offense, we're putting Jay Cutler at quarterback. <laughs> That's why I added the past part in there. I just want to see Cuddy play some seven on seven. Uh receivers. Uh Jefferson, Kelvin Johnson, and Terry Kill. Tight end. Gronk. Do you know who I wouldn't mind seeing that running back and I'm gonna change it? Mm. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley at running back. That's a weird choice. I miss him in prime. I would love to see that. But I didn't know that they changed it to pass. I thought it was only present. Well I, I'm adding past in there for... Okay, just, I thought you meant they changed the whole rules. I'm like... Whoa. Well, it, it's te- like you and I could play. Yeah, I guess we could. I guess I could try out. Yeah, we should go to tryouts to find out where they are. Yeah, I mean... um, And then we're going to put at running back... Uh, 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 
It's seven on seven. We don't run the ball. We're gonna play another receiver. Uh McCaffrey there. He's a receiver. I guess we'll put McCaffrey there. At center. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. I just want to see him murder some mailman from Lithuania. Yeah. I know he's not a center by trade, but it's seven I, on I seven. I really hope Tyreek plays. He's just going to be burning guys all game, and it's going to be Denver versus Miami all over again. Well, they're going to find out why we suck at soccer. What about on defense, Donnie? Defense. That was passed. Champ Bailey. We're going to put Eric Berry at safety. Safety number two, we're going to put Ed Reed. Going to put Ray Lewis at linebacker. And then what do I need? Two more corners? Dion. No, the, Dion can't still play football. He I barely has he a foot. I, I think he'd be able to play, personally. All right. But, and then for our last cornerback, gosh, put me on the spot here. Uh, we are going to put... Um, I know I'm for oh Charles Woodson. Okay, hot take. Uh defense. I'm gonna go linebacker. Um, we'll go Luke Keekley just because he hasn't played tackle football in a while, and I think he's getting coverage. Safeties. We're gonna go. Uh, gotta have Ed Reed in there, man. I don't know if he could still play football. We're going to go. Let's go the Bears safeties. Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker. Uh, kidding me. Uh, Jalen Johnson at one corner. I think he's the best man corner in football. Um, we'll go uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson at the other corner just because someone needs to get burnt. Yeah. And it, it'll make it entertaining because he likes to talk shit. And at the nickel spot, we'll go. Well, if you want that, then you should just put Josh Norman there. Oh. You could put Josh Norman there. Yeah, Josh Norman, why not let some shit talk and go, is Michael Crabtree playing for, like, Canada or something? <laughs> is he going to get, like, oh, citizenship to Germany? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Watch out for your chains, everyone. Yeah, tuck those things in. All right, back to our regular scheduled program. Oh, so we are going to move on to hockey. As Colin, we're going to start you off because your Red Wings, they're doing a lot hotter than my Coyotes right now as they are 5-1. and one. Yeah, they came out of, even I thought, nowhere. Uh, certain 5-1, and one, we have them on right now to watch. Uh, in second place, well, tied for first place with the Bruins, but in second place because they have the loss. And I don't think the Bruins are losing tonight to the Blackhawks. So, But the Wings got the Kraken, who are like 1-5. and five. Yeah. Um, Detroit last game it won't let me click on it. So no, that was one of our picks. Both of us we were going to take the Kraken for the for the playoffs. So yeah, good right now. No, they snuck in last year. I thought they could do it again this year. Um, stats here we go. Detroit being led by Alex DeBrinket, uh, biggest offseason acquisition in the NHL, with twelve points, eight goals, and four apples. Uh, had a Hattie last game. Did the cat uh, captain Dylan Larkin? He's got eight apples, three goals. Plus five, being the captain. Uh, Shane Gossesbeer, another pickup at the in the offseason at defense, skating alongside of Maurice Sider. Each are a point different. Sider's dash one, which is a little surprising, but he's on the ice a lot. Lucas Raymond, the young wing for the wings, has five points, only one Geno on the year. And then kind of rounded out by the rest of the depth of the Red Wings, but the man of the hour, the guy to talk about is Billy Huso. He's got a 3.04 goals against average and 9.01 save. Uh, three wins, one loss, playing great, better than any Wings goalie in recent memory. Uh, the Iser plan is coming to fruition here. Hopefully uh, one of the defensemen, I mean, I don't want people to get hurt, but I'd like one of them to get sent down or hurt so we could see Simone Edvinson called up to the to the show. Uh, he has kind of been in the Wings system for the last two years, a good young defenseman uh, for the Wings, kind of up and coming to play left side alongside Maurice Sider. Across the NHL, uh, Bruins in first at the Atlantic, 5-0. Canadiens with Cole Caulfield, the Stevens Point kid, uh, scoring the OT winner the other night. He's, they got seven points. Ottawa's got six. Toronto's got six. But they're up on the caps right now, so they will have eight after tonight. Uh, all 32 T NHL teams are playing tonight. Flyers in first, the Metro, followed by the Rangers, Blue Jackets, and Hurricanes. Over in the Western Conference, the Avs, the Stars, 
and the Yotes tied with the Preds, but have a game in hand. Uh, and whew, the team of the year so far is new young season. Vegas Golden Knights, 6-0. and Only allowing 11 goals, scoring 25. Uh, after their Stanley Cup victory last year, no Stanley Cup hangover for them. They're coming out and dominating the Pacific Division. Uh, fucking staying undefeated. Weak Pacific this year, followed by Vancouver, the Kings, Calgary, Edmonton, Seattle, and Anaheim. And San Jose is in last place. What about those Yotes there, Donnie? Honestly, they're looking a lot better since the last time we were on the podcast as they played... As they played the Ducks last time we were on the podcast, as they beat them two to one. But the last three games, they're two and one and they're scoring. They beat they beat the crap out of the out of the St. Louis Blues six to two, and then they just beat the Island, and then they just lost to the Islanders one nothing. But Clayton Keller's looking really good. Was six- that on the aisle or was that in Arizona? I believe it was in on the aisle. I think on the aisle. Yeah, but Clayton Keller leading the team with six points and three goals. Schmaltz has four assists. Gustad has 16 penalty minutes. He's, he's a good player, but he's got to stay out of the penalty box sometimes. And then that plus minus, Dursey's at two. But this team is not looking too bad. I'm liking the way they're looking. They're looking a lot better than last year, I would say. They're scoring a lot more as they play the Los Angeles Kings. 9.30 back-to-back nights. So we'll see how that goes. Well, that's called being a fan of a West Coast team. You get those late games. Well, sorry about that. They play the Kings at in Los Angeles, and then on Friday they play in uh, Arizona. So we'll see how that goes. Both late games, fun for me, at least one's on Friday. And then I'm going to be really excited to watch them on Monday as they get to play Cullen's favorite, Connor Bedard, on Monday in Arizona at 9 o'clock. Going to get a little more on him as he is. Well, Bedard will probably be going out with some ASU girls after the game. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's the age of a college freshman. Yeah, I mean, he... I think he got a, what is he at, two goals now, maybe three? I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, no, he's looking really good, though. I mean, he's a fun player to watch, even though maybe some people don't like him. He's really a fun player to watch this year, and I'm excited to see where this kid's future goes because he has a really bright future ahead. Not the greatest team to be playing on, but, yep, two goals on the year, two assists. So we'll see where this kid's future goes. Do you have anything else about the NHL tonight, Colin? Uh, do you want to talk about the pride tape? Get a little bit on that, my goats. Um, as we know, the NHL did ban all pride stuff. As they- it was, it wasn't just pride stuff. It's all social cause stuff because teams are wearing jerseys and warm ups and whatnot. Uh, they banned it in the off season. Uh, who is the defenseman that had it on his stick? I do not remember the name, but he did it, and now they are letting them do it during warm-ups, and that's what got a lot of people into hockey, a lot of people that didn't agree with a lot of that stuff that the NFL was doing, that the MLB was doing. They were losing all these viewers, and NHL just skyrocketed with that kind of stuff. But I th- but I think you're kind of hurting your, your core viewership who probably isn't behind all these social change and just want to watch their hockey. Yeah, you got a good point there, but I mean, of course... At the end of the day, a lot of us have a lot of views that we agree and disagree with. Of course, this defenseman has a view that he wants to show. And I think I think it is a very good thing for the NHL, at least to do during warm-ups. I get it. They may lose a lot of fans, but they're not going to be showing it during warm-ups. Not, they're going to be showing all that stuff during the game, and we're not going to be seeing any of that kind of stuff. So that happened a little bit. Got on the hot take of, of NHL a little bit. We'll see how the Coyote fans react to it. We'll see how the players react to it. We'll just see how that all plays out. But if you'll allow me, Colin, NBA starts tonight. NBA season is back as we have the Lakers and Denver Nuggets as that game is currently going on. As I saw that the Nuggets were on a hot run last time we were watching. As now the Nuggets are up 42-29 to on the Lakers. As LeBron, I saw he wasn't having the best game. Not a big fan of him player-wise, but, you know, you got to respect the game. He's been He's been playing well all these years. Debatable as the goat, I don't believe he is. I believe Jordan. I, I believe MJ solos him any day of the week. Well, uh, I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah, no, I that would go on forever. But and then later tonight we have Phoenix and Golden State. As I'm gonna go back to the Denver game a little bit. Denver is favored by five, and the over under is two hundred twenty eight and a half. As Golden State is favored by two and a half tonight, and the over under is two thirty four and a half. As we got a couple key players out tonight, as Draymond is not playing for Golden State, and Bradley Beal is not playing because. He does not have enough experience with the playbook and doesn't feel comfortable. It's basketball. 
I know, but they got a lot of plays. But, I mean, as a That's basketball player, stupid. you've got to be able to go in and you got to be able to know everything. I mean, I get it. You get traded pretty late. But, I mean, there's people at the deadline and they'll be playing in the in a couple games. I mean, that's just on him not not performing well enough maybe in practice, maybe not understanding it, maybe not paying close enough attention. Or just being a soft-ass NBA player. You see that a lot nowadays. But now we are going to go over our our picks for who is going to make the playoffs this year for the NBA. Colin, we're going to we're going to have you start here. All right. Out of the East, the one seed. It's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. I agree with that. Uh two seed Boston, three seed. Uh this is where my lack of NBA knowledge comes in. Uh is Brooklyn still good? Brooklyn, they're not the greatest. They lost they lost a fair amount. Okay, um uh, Miami. That's a good pick. Four yeah. seed. Detroit. I don't know. Five seed. Pacers. Six seed. Sixers. Seven seed. Pictures at the seven? No, the five. Oh, I was going to say. No, no. Sixers at the six. Okay, I was going to say. All right. Uh, at the seven. The Knicks. And at the eight. The Cavs? I have no idea what I'm talking about here. Still got a couple more because of the playing game. Oh, shit. You're going to have a couple bad teams in there as... uh... Fine, the Magic and the Raptors in the playing game. Uh, Out of the West, uh, Nuggets at the one, Golden State at the two, uh, Lakers at the three. Are the Clippers any good? Clippers are pretty good, yeah. they got Clippers at the four. Uh, Phoenix at the five, Utah at the six, Grizz at the seven, T-Wolves at the eight, Pelicans and Spurs playing in the playing game. I like your little nausea. That was kind of like how my takes were with the NHL playoffs that we did a couple weeks ago. But I do not have the greatest experience with basketball, but I still pay a little bit of te- close enough attention. We're going to have the Bucks at the one. We're going to have the Sixers at the two. Boston at the three. Knicks at the four. Cleveland at the five. Heat at the six. Hawks at the seven. Raptors at the eight. Bulls at the nine. And then I think that the Washington, that the Charlotte Hornets are going to sneak in there at the ten. Um, and then for the West, we're going to have Denver at one. We're going to have Suns at two. Golden State at three. Clippers at four. Kings at five, T Wolves at six, Pelicans at seven, Oklahoma at, at the eight, Mavs at the nine, as Utah is going to sneak in there at the 10. Oh, I forgot about the Mavs. Uh, put them at the, uh, replace them with San Diego or San Antonio. I was going to say, man, you can't be disrespecting Luka Doncic like that. He's a very good player. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, that's basketball. Yeah, that's basketball. We don't have much, but we will definitely start talking about it a little more now that the season's underway. Definitely going to talk a lot about Damian Lillard and how his first couple games go in Milwaukee. Very excited to watch that. As we are going to go to the MLB as first team into the World Series, the Texas Rangers, as they just, their offense just looked way too dominant in the last couple games. It was very fun to watch as in game six they force a game seven by winning nine to two as last night they just throttle the Astros 11 to four as uh, Garcia wins AL MVP and I think he deserves it yeah very good player but that's not just the only good player that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a couple from the other teams as Garcia we're going to start out with during the postseason 327 average 352 on base percentage slugging was 750 as he had seven home runs and 20 RBIs as he had a home run in the last four games in each game. That is pretty impressive as he hit three last night as I've never seen that as he finished last night, four for five, two home runs, five, five RBIs. I think he deserved that more than anyone. Yeah, that's a, that's a big day from the kid. And then we're going to go off to Corey Seager as he finished with a little over 330 average. On base percentage, a little over 480. Slugging was 644 as he had himself as he was the runner-up. As 
We're going to talk about Jordan Alvarez here. This dude had probably one of the best postseasons I've ever watched. Like, yeah, Garcia had a good game, but he was also, he wasn't consistent all postseason, but Jordan was. He finished with a 465 average, on base percentage of 510, slugging just under 1,000. As I'm, as I'm kind of sad that he, uh, that the Astros didn't win, that's the only reason I'm sad. He would have been AL MVP, and he deserved it more than anyone in that series. Yeah, I mean, good. He's a Cuban guy, had a year, had a postseason. Sucks his team didn't win, doesn't get the AL MVP for the postseason. But what are you going to do? Just build on next year, stack days. Exactly. I'm kind of excited, though. This is the first time in seven years that we're not going to see the Dodgers or Astros in the World Series. It's either one or one or. That's pretty. That's a pretty impressive stat out of both of those teams. But Altuve almost sets a postseason record as he is now at 28 career postseason home runs as he is one behind Manly Ramirez. As that should be fun for him. Manny or Hamley? Manny. Okay. As that is going to be fun for him to watch next year. As we are going to go on now to, we have game seven tonight between the Diamondbacks and Phillies, as that is already underway. As the Diamondbacks are already up 1 0. You love to see that. As both of our picks were the Diamondbacks and the Rangers to get to the World Series. As they are in Philly and Pat Pedeft is on the mound for the, for the Diamondbacks. As we have uh, Suarez on the mound for the Phillies. So that should be an interesting game to watch. I'm excited to see what the Diamondbacks can do. As I said in the ra- in the old podcast in the last episode, that Philly's going to have to go in and they are going to have to compete in Chase Field. And they did not compete. Arizona just took over and dominated. And Arizona has really shut up that Philadelphia crowd that can be really loud, Colin. Yeah, I mean, Arizona's kind of been the shock of the postseason. And look to be the ninth team to beat the Brewers in the uh, postseason to go on to win the World Series to go on to the World Series. Correct. Yeah, and then I believe since 2018, every year that the Brewers have made the playoffs, that um, a team goes to the World Series. So that's a pretty big stat. But now we talked a little bit about baseball. We'll get to baseball and as we film next week. It will be in the World Series, I believe, in Game Four. But we are going to go on to a little bit of college football as we had a pretty big week as Ohio State and Penn State played big for them as they are both in the same division, both in the same conference as they were looking. That, that was really a who's going to be in the Big Ten championship there as Ohio State put, beats Penn State 20 to 12. I mean, Penn State just horrible offensive game. They did not play well. I watched a little bit of that game, but their defense didn't look horrible. I mean, Marvin Harrison, he's just elite. He had like 11 receptions for a little over 100 yards, I believe. He's going to be a stud in the NFL. I'm excited to watch him as we watched. As a Chicago Bear. As a Chicago Bear, maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking the the Broncos might try and trade up for him. Because there are trade rumors going around about Judy. If they lose Judy, man, we're going to need a big stud out of there. He is going to be a Chicago Bear. I mean, that would be nice for Fields. But, I mean, any more threats does he need? All of them. And an offensive line and a good play caller. As we are going to go on to the next game, as non-ranked Virginia, that was only had one win going into this game, beat number 10 UNC 31-27 and just took away the hopes of UNC maybe making that magical magical college football playoff run. Not a very good look for, for UNC at all or UNC fans. As now we're going to go on to Big Ten play, as this game was one of the most boring games I've watched, but made me very happy as non-ranked Minnesota beats number 24, Iowa, 12 to 10, which led to Wisconsin down 21 to seven in the third quarter scores 18 straight in the fourth quarter as they beat Illinois 20, 25 to 21. As now Wisconsin has that number one spot and is in the good spot for the big 10 championship as long as they went out against their teams in their division as Braylon Allen had a huge game had 190 yards and a touchdown. Colin, you got anything on college football? Any games, any fun games you watched this weekend? I did not watch any college football this weekend. I barely watch football in general. It's not a good sign. <laughs> oh yeah. As the red, what oh, the fuck? Oh, red wing. We thought we saw a red wing score there. Nope. Uh, they're going to review it. They're going to review it. But we are going to go on to NFL, what we know best. As week seven, we are going to go over our picks. As I kind of reviewed them a little bit before this. And let's just say, Colin, you won again, sir. I'm good at what I do. As we both had Jacksonville for the first game. Uh, we both had the Raider. We both had the Raiders for the for uh, the Raiders and Bears as the Bears pulled that one out. Colin. 
I bet you you got a lot to say about that game. Yeah, um, I am not a fan of Tyson Bajan. I made or Bajant, however the fuck you want to say it. I made that pretty clear last week. But uh, came in, did his job. Bears ran the ball very well. Kind of carried on the back of Deonta Foreman. Uh, kind of a journeyman running back here in the NFL. Came out, had a big week for the Bears. Bears defense looked stellar against a shitty Raiders team. But, you know, turned the ball over, forced some stops. Good to see from the Bears. Pick six from Jalen Johnson. That's always big to see. Two picks from him. One pick six and another one. Yep. Uh, the, the linebacker from the Bills. Tremaine Edmonds. Yep, Tremaine Edmonds. Had his second pick two weeks in a row. They didn't call it a pick last week, but it was definitely a pick. Um, but the big news coming out of the game is Matt Eberflus in this press conference said Justin is the starter when he comes back, as it should be. So it gives me a better look on Bajan. Oh, uh, it gives me a better outlook on Bajan. Just, hey, go and do your job, win a game or two. Let's see what he does with the week of film. It's kind of proven that he can't throw the ball very well, as they had to put in Nathan Peterman to throw a Hail Mary at the end of the half. I saw that. But uh, if they, they keep the strong run game and, you know, go into this week against the Chargers in primetime, hopefully steal another win. And this is a different Bears team we're talking about. And then Justin Fields coming back here in the next week or two, as reports say he's able to grip a football. So let's hope that's a good thing to hear. And the Bears are back, and the Bears are back. That's the first win at Soldier Field in two years. That's a crazy stat line. But as we are going to go on to the next game that we picked, it was Cleveland at Indianapolis. Best game of the week that I watched. I got the pick right as Cleveland won as Colin took Indianapolis. Both took Buffalo and Buffalo at New England. New England somehow pulled that out. Saw the worst gritty I've ever seen on Mac Jones. I never want to see that again. As we have um, the Washington Commanders and New York Giants, as I took the Giants, Colin took Washington as the Giants pulled that one out 14-7. to Atlanta at Tampa Bay, we both took Tampa Bay as the Falcons won on a game-winning field goal from Young-Way Koo. Young-Ho Koo! Yep, very big game out of him. Kicker lives matter. As the Broncos show that lives, I'll get into that. As Detroit and Baltimore, we both took Detroit here. And Detroit did not look their best as they got they got beat thirty eight to six and made Lamar look like he's an actual good passing quarterback. I still believe he's only a runner. I don't That's believe in his pass game that much. Disappointing to hear. I, I I'm very high on Detroit. Um, they their defense did not look strong. Offense didn't look the same it normally did. The NFL's rigged. Yeah, no, no one has ever made Lamar Jackson look that good. I believe since his rookie year, or second year. But as now we got Pittsburgh and the Rams. As the as Pittsburgh pulled this one out, as we both had the Rams there, not a good pick from us. As somehow Matt Canada coached a good game. I mean, I I was watching a little bit of that game too, but yeah, no, Canada actually coached a good game for once. Glad to see that out of him, but we'll see if that momentum stays for next week. As we got Arizona and Seattle, Seattle pulled that one out, twenty to ten. We both took Seattle, Green Bay and Denver. This upsets me with my pick. But I'm very happy as I am a student here at UW Oshkosh in Wisconsin as I was able to wear my Bronco jersey proudly out out after the game. And on Monday, as I took Green Bay, Colin took Denver as Denver wins 19-17. to And this really shows how well a kicker can impact a whole team. My hatred of the Packers took over my fandom of the Bears, and I picked the goddamn Broncos. So thank you, Russ, for coming back to Wisconsin. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, no, Russell Wilson, 194 yards and a touchdown. Javante, he had nine, 15 carries for 82 yards. It doesn't seem like the greatest one, but if you're watching that game, he was powering through everyone. They, he's breaking tackles. Even Matt LaFleur went and cried to his defense at halftime that they couldn't tackle him. And then Cortland Sutton gets, his, gets a touchdown. That's great to see. But this is why I say kickers' lives matter. Lives matter. In the first quarter, Will Lutz field goal. Second quarter, two Will Lutz field goals. Broncos going 9 nothing at half. And then uh, the Bron- and the Green Bay Packers field goal kicker finally makes one after missing the first one. And then Russell Wilson finally throws a beautiful pass to Cortland Sutton. And um, that makes it 16-3. to And this is where I'm going to get a little heated at referees. Now, I have heard for years that with a tie ball, it goes to the offensive receiver. But I'm like, all right, yeah, I got a touchdown. And then they go to the... They go to the rules analyst, and he states, Colin, I did not know this, that if they have a tie for the ball, it's whosoever feet gets down first. So if the defender's foot feet get down first, he has that ball, and Pastor Tan's feet were down, so that should have been an interception. 
I, I mean, never knew that. They're playing the Packers. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. What is that? A makeup call from what was it? The fail Mary like 11 years ago that Packer fans won't ever shut up about? Oh, uh, well, that. I mean, then they got the Des Bryant. That was a catch in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, we saw that. Oh, it's Green Bay. They get every call going their way, especially, uh, well, they weren't at home this time. But, I mean, it's a call going Green Bay's way. It's something I've seen for years. And uh, it's the reason I hate the fucking Packers and their stupid-ass fans. Yeah, no, I'm not a very big fan of them either. I tell you, penalties were even in the game, though. Penalties were, yeah. No, I think I'm, it was it was eleven apiece for. Uh, I think Green Bay had seventy five yards and Denver had seventy four yards. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of penalties, but you know. And then if this pass does not sum up the whole Broncos season, fourth and goal, Alex Singleton gets a beautiful tackle on third down, tips off the wide receiver's hands on the Packers and tips right into Jordan Reed, Jane Reed's hands. That's, it's it's Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, yeah. I, I thought it was Jordan Reed. No, it's Jaden. Yeah, oh, okay. I corrected myself too. As that basically sums up the Broncos' whole season. I don't believe that Jordan Love deserved those two touchdown passes. I believe he deserved zero. And then Will Lutz gets us a fifty-two yard field goal. But this is what I'm most excited to talk about. Jordan Love, the guy Packer fans talked about all season. On how he had oh my God, he's the next third Hall of Fame quarterback. He had so much experience. Aaron Rodgers. He's behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple years. He's going to be great. Two weeks in a row, Colin. Game ceiling interceptions and the double coverage. You love to see it. Donnie, I think you could have threw a better ball than that. And I know I could have thrown a better ball than that. But what I was going to say, that Jaden Reed touchdown, Packer fans thought that was like a fucking planned play. I was working at the time at a bar and was sitting there with all Packer fans and like a planned play that they were trying to like come across and do and they were like playing the rusty trombone for jordan love uh look up if you don't get that reference rampage jackson on joe rogan jujitsu fighters uh rusty trombone it's it's pretty funny r.i.p rampage but that that's a, that's a it's a good reference no colin, colin just announced that just told me about that today i thought it was pretty funny but as i was watching the replay jordan love no let's go deep no, let's not go to the wide open person who was on a crosser that <laughs> at least got him to a reasonable fourth down because they had a holding call that got him back to third and twenty. No, let's just bomb it deep and let's just well, let's just ruin the Packer fans' dreams. And the, and I love to hear that. Oh, I love seeing their heartbreak and the ball hung in the air for I think like a duck hunter. I'm not saying the ball was a duck, but like a duck hunter would have taken a shot at it. It was up there so long. It was single coverage with a safety. I mean, it was. I, I think it might have picked it up on like it that much. Air traffic control radar, that ball. Lock was in the end zone, probably five, ten yards diagonal. He was able to come over and pick off that ball. As shout out PJ Lock, as he was able to come in for Kareem Jackson after getting ejected on a questionable hit. I mean, but Colin, I've been learning how to tackle since fifth grade, and I don't know how you guys taught it, but we were never taught on how to lead with the crown of our helmets. Well, uh, no, no, we were. Uh, my my coach is older than freaking the forward pass. They think. And- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we were taught off. Put your helmet right into the fucking sternum of that guy. No, yeah. coach, and that's why I play quarterback and not defense. Yeah, no, we were never taught that. I think Kareem Jackson just needs to learn how to tackle better. Maybe it's on coaching. I mean, the Broncos have not been a very good tackling team this year, so maybe it's on coaching. Not doing enough tackling drills with the Don't tackling tack- wheels. Don't ta- tackling drills are stupid. Just you're an NFL player. Tackle somebody. Hey, man, those tackling wheels are fun. But no, they're not. Let's throw the ball. But, yeah, very good win for the Broncos. Um, can definitely convert in the red zone a lot more as they did not do a very good job on that. There was a questionable holding call in the first drive. That was a touchdown. Very questionable, but we got three out of it anyways, and a win's a win. We get to go play KC next week. As we are going to move on to the Chargers. Packer fans will play their rusty trombone nice and sad this week. And yeah, no, a lot lives. of people were texting me like, oh, yeah, hold this out. Like, you guys are going to lose. We have all momentum. Yeah, no, and now all of a sudden, all of them who are like, oh, Jordan Love, next Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we never said that. We never said he was going to be good his first year. Well, yeah, I they, saved the receipts, Packer fans. They they never say they say anything that's wrong, just like every one of their players is going to the Hall of Fame. Um, no, but maybe they'll go hit their wives and feel better about themselves. Um, no, that is a true stat for it people is. listening. Uh, d- uh, domestic abuse rates go up 80% in the state of Wisconsin when the Packers lose. And I thought my dad was crazy for saying that. I was talking to a priest the other day who's not a football fan, and someone was asking him, oh, who do you want to win? He's like, well, I'm not really a 
a fan of football of uh, the NFL, but uh, I want the Packers to win so women don't get beat. So yeah, it's, uh, if your team loses, don't beat your wife. Beating your wife is bad. Yeah, it's not a very good, not a very good look. But we're gonna move on to the Chargers and Kansas City Chiefs after we just had a great segment there after uh, over that game. As the Chiefs pulled that one out, of course, we were talking about the whole dance that we both hate and we hope we never see again. As the, as KC pulled that one out, as I took the Chargers there, I didn't think they looked very strong against Denver that last week, but they showed it. And then Monday Night Football, Miami and Philly. Colin, I don't know if you saw any highlights or anything. There are a lot of questionable calls going Philly's way. I did not watch this. I was... I was... What was I doing Sunday night? Not watching football. Yeah, you were working again. I was working. Oh, I did have the game on. But it wasn't really watching. Yeah, no, there's a lot of questionable calls, face masks, all that. But they still pulled it out and won that one. Um, I don't believe I don't believe they ran the good old play that you love talking about. No, they, they did. They did? They did. Yeah, I did see their coach after the game that said, that said if they really want to do it, they can do it, but they're not us. So... We'll see how that goes. We'll see if referees take a bigger look into that. As for our final game, San Francisco and Minnesota. I am so sorry, San Francisco fans. It is a joke making Kirk Cousins look good on primetime. It was just, it was horrendous. I've never seen San Francisco's defense play that bad. But Minnesota did pull that one out. And looking at Cohen's screen, it looks like he wants to get to the UFC fights. Well, I was going to talk. Do you, What was the score of the picks this week? Oh, the score? Oh, boy. Yeah. You said I blew you out. You but... did blow me out. Let's see here. And do you have next week's picks ready? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, okay. Well, we'll do that. Then I'll talk about UFC 294. All right. Oh, well, he's counting. I guess I will talk about UFC 294. So, UFC 294, the original plan card. What? Oh, shoot, it went away. So, the original main event was supposed to be Islam Makachev, Charles Oliveira Part 2. Uh, Oliveira po- pulled out with an injury. And the uh, co-main event was supposed to be Hazmash Shemaev, who recently moved up to middleweight at 185. Uh, he, uh, his opponent, Paulo Costa, pulled out a week before the fight and was replaced by Kamaru Usman. But we'll start with the bottom of the main card as Saheed Nurmagomedov, Khabib's brother, uh, won by submission in the first round. Ikram Alizivakov beat uh, Warley Alvarez by KOTKO in the first round. Uh, the Johnny Walker, Magdaman, Anakalegov, uh, light heavyweight bout was dr- thrown out as a no contest in the first round as uh, Johnny Walker got hit with an illegal knee and uh, said he was in the desert when the doctor asked him where he was. So that was thrown out as a no contest. And our co-main, uh, Kamaru Usman, on a week's notice, who was fighting Hazmat Shemaev, as I said before, as Hazmat moves on to 13-0. As he won by decision, he kind of just took... Usman to the ground and dominated him and kind of beat Usman at his own game. And in the main event, Islam Makachev uh, knocked out Volk, Alexander Volkanovsky, the the flyweight, the one thirty five or the one forty five champion. Yeah, flyweight at one forty five uh, in their second fight. Uh, the time they fought each other with a round one knockout. So Islam is still your lightweight champion. Uh, Uzman or Shemaev will be probably fighting for the middleweight championship next time. As coming up in UFC 295, we will probably do our picks as this gets closer because I love me some good old UFC. So UFC 5 came out. My PlayStation broke, so that kind of pisses me off. But we'll start at the bottom. Matt Freelab and Benoit Saint-Dian are their first fight don't know anything about them and then we have two women just Andrade and Mackenzie Dern uh, Andrade is kind of a beast there in women's flyweight uh, as women's 135 Diego Lopez and Pat Sabatan fight don't know anything about those two as uh Alex Pereja fights Yuri Prohaska in Pereja's first light heheavyweight bout uh Pereja's a monster Yuri's a monster that should be a war and in the main event for the heavyweight championship of the world, John Jones takes it on Stipe Miocic, as it could be either of these guys' last fights. They're getting old, as Miocic is 41 and John Jones is 36. A lot of legal troubles and drug problems in John Jones' past, kind of taken as the uh, goat in, M- in the MMA realm. I would like to see, after Ngannou's boxing match, he comes back and fights 
uh, Jones for the title, and that could be a, that's the fight everyone wants to see. Uh, I think Jones is just too good. We'll take down Miocic pretty easily. Literally take him down and figuratively take him down. Um, but yeah, so that should be interesting. We'll make our picks. Hopefully Donnie can learn a little bit about the UFC in that time. I know a little bit about it, not much. Just Maybe I'll show Tom him some... Jones, McGregor, just the big names. Maybe I'll show him some classic fights. and Not many of the preview fights. Gotta catch him up a little bit, but... Poirier, all that. Poirier. Poirier. Yeah, but that should be a war, and it's good to see the heavyweight division back on top here as John Jones has made that division very strong. It's been weak probably since Brock Lesnar exited the UFC 10 years ago, so hopefully Jones strengthens that division. More people want to fight heavyweight, and Let's see what happens as uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, his longtime rival, Daniel Cormier, comes out of retirement to fight Jones after this. Oh, but that's all I got. Oh, Jared Gordon. Jared Flash Gordon on the prelims. That's a that's always a guy to keep your eye on in the early prelims, Jared Flash Gordon. A flyweight. He's a New York kid fighting in New York as the card's in at MSG, and he's a warrior. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jared Gordon. Uh, the last fight, the reason you heard so many Islamic names is it was in Abu Dhabi or Dubai, one of the friggin' two. But yeah, so what was the score of the picks this week, Donnie? Not very proud to say this. I went three and ten. What did I go? Seven and six. Yeah, I'm just so good at this. That's all right. We'll bounce back. But we are going to get to hopefully my bounce back week, the picks for this week, week eight. We are already in week eight, and it's honestly making me kind of sad, Colin. I do not want this season to end. There's over a, there's nine weeks of football left. I know, but still, man, like it's flying by. I mean, it's already fall. I was loving when it was like 70, 75 degrees out. We were watching football. Now it's getting colder in Wisconsin here, and... It just means that football is, of course, going to come to an end sooner than later, and we're going to have to wait another, I don't know how many months it is, but we're going to get to our picks. This is for the Thursday night game. We got Tampa Bay and Buffalo. I'm going to take Buffalo here. I will also be taking Buffalo. I'm a big Josh Allen fan, so we'll take Buffalo. Hopefully they can bounce back. The And then we got the Los Angeles Rams and the Dallas Cowgirls. I'll take the Cowboys. Take the Cowgirls. All right. I am going to take the Rams here. I like Cooper Cup. I like Nakua. I like everything about their team, really. I mean, they have one fluke week, but we got Minnesota and Green Bay. Colin, I think I know who you're going to take here. Minnesota. Minnesota. I am also going to take Minnesota here. Jordan Bove is going to have another game-sealing interception, I believe. Oh, I hope the Vikings dominate. I hope they just smoke them. That would make my day. And then we got Atlanta and Tennessee. Tennessee is uh, debuting their Houston Oilers throwback unis. They look amazing, but it's not gonna it's not gonna lead them to victory against Atlanta. As I'm gonna take Atlanta here. Well, I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm a big fan of Vrabel, and so yeah, we're well, we're gonna go. To- Ryan Tannehill just came out today. He might not play, and that they're gonna split reps between Malik Willis and then their other backup. Uh, I I'll still take Tennessee. All right, I was just, I was just giving you a little pointer there, but. All right, we got New Orleans and Indy. I'm going to take Indy here. I think their run defense looked a lot better. Jonathan Taylor getting a lot more reps last week. Uh, I'll take New Orleans, even though, uh, what's his name? Just Chris got a, Olave. Chris, Chris Olave. Five over. Yeah, DUI, right? Uh, no, not a DUI. No, just uh, going too fast and you got to get arrested. He was very cooperative, though, which is really good to hear. But, uh, I'll take New Orleans still. All right, we're going to ha- we're gonna go to New England and Miami. I am going to go... Miami here. I'm going to go to New England. They're going to ride their hot week against Buffalo and take it to a win and beat Mike McDaniel into a tag of Iloa. Yeah, sadly, I don't think my I don't think um I don't think Miami's all that anymore, but and I don't think Buffalo's all that anymore. I mean, they are not having a very good year. Josh Allen just does not look like the same Josh Allen. But I mean, they. Sh- I honestly think they should have won that game. Josh Allen threw just an absolute bullet and a beautiful ball to Diggs right downfield, like forty yards, and just slips out of Diggs' hands. Nothing you can do about that, Josh Allen. But then we got the Jets and the Giants. Wow, what a thriller we're gonna see there. Jets. Jets. I'm also gonna take the Jets. Rumors are that Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back in the regular season. I doubt it. He's too much of a baby to come back. I think. Maybe he's doing another darkness retreat. 
Yeah, maybe his darkness retreat helped. Or some ayahuasca or something. Yeah, something like that. But we got Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Jacksonville here. I'll also take Jacksonville. Perfect. Got Philly and Washington. I'm going to take Philly here. I will also be taking Philly. Got Houston and Carolina. I'm taking Houston. I'm also taking Houston, but two rookie quarterbacks. Just putting that out there is that might be a game. We'll see how Bryce Young plays. As we are going to see Cleveland and Seattle next, I think Cleveland's going to carry all that momentum that they have right now. I think they're going to carry that in against Seattle. I'm going to take Cleveland here. I'm going to take Seattle. We'll see. They um they got Jackson Smith and Jogba in a lot more last week. I was good to see him. But we got Casey and Denver. I am going to take Denver here at home. They always compete with them at home. Always. I'll I, take Denver here. I'm just going to take Kansas City, okay? That, that's enough of that. No, hopefully we don't have to see much Taylor Swift. I don't think uh, he's been in an away game this year. I, I'm sure she'll be there. She'll be smoking weed in the press box in Denver. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But we got Jackson Mahomo. We got Baltimore, Arizona. I'm going to take Baltimore here. Yeah, me too. Got Cincinnati and San Francisco. I'm going to take Cincinnati here. They're coming off a bye week, I believe. I'll take San Fran. Think they're going to finally bounce back? Yeah. Yeah. And then we got Sunday night football. We got the Chicago Bears versus the Chargers. I'm going to take uh I'm going to take Chicago here. God damn it. Um I'm going to take the Chargers. Oh, didn't think those words would come out of your mouth. I just team's got a week of film on Bajan and uh Justin Herbert's good. I don't like the Bears defense. Uh, Chargers. All right. And then we got the Raiders in Detroit. I think Detroit's going to have a big bounce back game. Yeah, the Raiders are terrible, so I'm with you there. All right. Colin, got anything else to talk about today? No. I think that concludes week four of our podcast. As, as always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. You can check me out on Twitter at Gilmore Donnie. And you can check me out on Twitter at CullenKing07. Uh, thank you for listening again. Be sure to check us out. Um, I usually tweet about the Bears, so bear down. Broncos country, let's ride. I'll give you my blood alcohol. I'll rock with all the burnouts in the cell. Change my faith, I'll kiss the fast. Wait, I special call me back. Some I do, you do. 